Hello and welcome back to another edition of our Power BI Monthly Digest. And it is the month of September. I'm Manuel Quintana. And I'm Devin Knight. And we have kind of a small update this month, but yeah. some good things again in here that I think you guys are going to like. I think you're going to like what we have to show you today, right? Absolutely. I think, you know, especially anybody who's worked with technologies beyond Power BI, um, AS, IS, there's some things that you might have been familiar with that you, you loved. They're just simple quality of life features, and they found their way right into Power BI. Specifically, one I'm pretty excited about. We'll see later on. Yeah. Um, it's like something I, whenever I would go and teach in person, that I would always mention. You know, to get that working, you may want to do X, Y, and Z. Right. They're not all are going to be needed, but that's a surprise for later. Ooh, I like surprises. September yeah. surprises. September surprises. All right. Well, I think the first thing we're going to start to look at is some of the data visualization stuff as well. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a two-part approach. Kind of a front end and a back end. We'll talk about. Okay. Here. We're going to discuss the back end part first. Okay. So what we're going to relate to here is the report theme files. Mm. Now, some of you may not be leveraging this, and that's perfectly fine. I think this is really a feature that's meant for truly going all the way out to customize this, standardize your visualizations. You might be thinking, well, I want to standardize my visualizations. Absolutely. I get it. Um, but just to know, to customize and create a JSON file from scratch is not for the, uh, it's not for the light of, you know, things of Right, right. There's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot of potential. So we mentioned and talked about this before in our digest. Yeah. So we definitely recommend going out to just check out the documentation for it. It breaks down all the elements, every piece of it. You don't, it, effectively all optional, you don't have to do everything. You say, I only want to format X, Y, and Z. Well, do X, Y, and Z. Right. They've added enhancements there. Okay. Right? So they've added some elements. So they've seen how people are using and creating these and kind of in the minutiae, the detail of it, it's very error prone. Mm. This is a lot mm -hmm. of code and a lot of writing. So they've added some elements known as class collections and uh, uh, collections and text as well. Okay. So gotcha. these items are just meant to ease up that process effectively. The way it's listed now in this new release is you could effectively format um, or you know uh, standardize the color of all of your visuals um, uh, with six kind of inputs. Okay. Just six okay. inputs in there. You can use these new features and you'll be set. Okay. Um, but you can do a lot of extension when it comes to that JSON file. Uh, so just definitely reach into that, you know, definitely, as we know, when we dive in here and actually we can show that well, yeah. just as a reminder, let's switch over. And so you can remember where the themes are, because there's actually some new default themes. There's new default themes have been added. Yeah. Added there. They've, they've actually, we won't be able to see it because we're using an old, uh, an old report, but they've actually switched out the default color. Yeah. If you're, if you're creating a new report, you might notice colors are a little different than the little seafoam green color they've used in the past. Yeah, I don't know. It feels a little, uh, <laughs> well, it brings a little tear to my. I know. You know, we've had this little that seafoam color for the longest. Now it's more of this. Uh, I don't even know what I call it. It's a nice pleasant it's like a blue. blue. Kind of like this blue yeah, back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did they take it from us? Maybe they might have taken they it from us. It. That's probably it. Probably it. Let's Good sneak choice. over. Let's sneak over and check out that default theme real quick, so you can see what we're talking about yeah. here. So we can tell standard interface. Like I said here's the old seafoam for memory purposes. <laughs> but in that home ribbon, you go over to that switch theme file. Notice the list is definitely a lot longer here. They're taking advantage of this. And these new theme files, too, they've kind of extended what these defaults will do in regards to not only colors, but we're talking about font sizes, the mm -hmm. size of uh, bubbles and the maps and things like that. They've decreased that to know, hey, you know what, let's lower that scale out a little bit. So they, they've kind of made these more all-encompassing right. following right. their ideas. But this is where you'd go. You'd import a JSON theme file here where it says import theme. Um, and, of course, you know, as I mentioned, you have documentation you can always visit to here. And it is extensive. Right, this is extensive. This is just right on the Microsoft website, but it breaks down everything you can do. And you can see this little scroll bar here. It is immense. <laughs> like I said, 
This is all, if you wanted a full form, this is the entire thing. And there's some, there's some good sites out there, too, that help you with this. Like, if you yes. don't feel like you're an expert in JSON and having to build out a file there for is. your company, uh, PowerBI.tips has a good uh, theme generator that you can the, use. The V3 generator? Yep, yep. Pretty good one. Um, so, yeah, this, there's some good places to kind of get started if you're just getting started with with using themes and trying to figure out how to do it, there's some sites out there that can certainly help no, you. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. Um, it's definitely advantageous if you're not familiar with writing JSON. That's, you right. don't wanna, that's another thing to put on the docket, right? Great skill set, but if you don't have that opportunity, that V3 generator is awesome. Yeah. I really like that yeah. one. The other thing that we're gonna talk about today is uh, a little bit of a carryover from last uh, last few months, it might have been last month, I can't recall, yeah. where we learned about how you can now personalize the, mm. the, the visualization. Yeah. So, we learned last month, I believe it was last month. Yes, and it's still in preview. <laughs> yeah, still in preview. But we learned last month how you can actually add in uh, custom visuals yes. to personalize with inside of the visualization pane. So that way, every time yeah. you open up a new Power BI desktop, it'll have it's those there. visualizations in there, just like their default ones almost. Exactly. Yeah, that was the idea. They, I think in quotes it was, they, now you can make your custom visuals be out-of-the-box visuals. Yeah. So they're always yeah. with you. So and, we had that last it, time. And it was in conjunction to something we talked about a couple times ago, organizational visuals, yes. where we had this capability of going to the Power BI service, and you could effectively, you know, import one of those custom visuals. Right. And this was for administrative, right, on the administrative side, and then this would be a organizationally approved theme. Right. So when you went to the marketplace through the desktop tool, that is, you would have two tabs: entire marketplace or the ones approved by organization. It made it great and easy for organizational purposes. So yeah. it's like, oh, let me, instead of going through the 200 plus at my disp uh, that are here, let me just go to the ones I know my organization uses. That was great. Now these two, the personalized yep. and the organizational one. Being coming together? There's a relationship oh. now. They're getting together. All right. This is a great addition. Once again, it is on the service side, so we're going to actually do a little something different. We're going to take you over to service. We don't do it too often here. We usually focus on the desktop. We're going to head over to the service so you can see where we can do this and also show you guys some other features out there that you probably already noticed, but we're going to bring it to your attention just in case. Yeah, so while we're there. Yeah. Let's go launch over to the, uh, the service itself. So let me bring this up right now. We have this link. So I'm just on my home area here, and right away, you've probably noticed it just in case you have this new look option. Now, yep. More than likely, there's going to be in the future this capability of moving between multiple themes. But right now, we have this standard one. And then this very much mimics the new theme that we're seeing in that desktop tool. Um, it's a little bit different. Buttons displaced in a different way. So this is where you have all your options. So you can turn this off. Uh, so yeah, this is a fun little area. Also, something that was between this month and the previous month in August, we also had the capability for the... Custom the, branding, the, right? The branding. Yeah, the yeah. Branding is great stuff because, I mean, for myself and you, I know we're seeing a lot of organizations that have that potential of needing to share reports with users, not only inside the organization, but external, right? Going external. Yeah. So what better way than not just having this Power BI home, but branded? Right, I like it. So let's look at that real quick, just so you guys know. If I go here to the settings options and go over to the admin portal, so I'm going to highlight this. We'll go to the admin portal. Right here, bottom option, <laughs> custom branding. You have three things in here that you can configure. You can upload an image for the logo. Mm -hmm. You can change the cover image, which is effectively going to be like banner that's here oh, at the right. top. Mm -hmm. And then if you want the theme color, it's just going to be the overall theme within it as well. So if you add a actual cover image, there'll be like a little bar on top of it that'll pick the color. A lot of times you just want this theme color to coincide with whatever cover image you're sure. choosing. Yeah, that makes sense. makes sense. But now your page is going to feel like 
your page. Nice. I yeah, like that. Yeah, Very yeah. cool. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. So we see organizational visuals, something we've talked about. This is actually where you would go to set this up so you can effectively make personalized visuals. So that whole custom visuals, make them out of the box by default. Okay. So me as an administrator, I could say, these are the three that we like to use. Push it out to all of my users. Ah, so how's that work? Would they have to be logged in at some point to be able to actually connect to and see that? Absolutely. Okay. As we know, when, whenever you're on the desktop tool and you hit that From Marketplace button, it prompts you to sign in. Right. And based off of that sign-in, you see your organizational visuals. And with that sign-in, you'll also get these set and done for you. So they'll automatically be in my, my toolbox. That's Absolutely. Awesome. My so the, the way we do it, we can only show a pizza that actually, uh, this is, of course, going to be released on the service. So in the region that we are currently, it actually isn't there, but you would just find the custom visual in, uh, you know, in, uh, in focus, the one that you want to put out there. Uh -huh. Hit the settings button and you get this pop-up. We've seen this before, but there'll be a new option under access directly underneath this, which will allow you to push this to the other users. Okay, gotcha. I've got this image right here, so I'll bring this up so you guys can see right here what it looks like. So you can see this is exactly where we just were. There's a new little section here and you simply just toggle this on. This is a per visual thing too. Okay, so gotcha. you can still have some that are left to their choices to pick if they want to <laughs> leverage or not. Makes sense. Yeah. So that's a, I definitely like that one, just streamlining the process even more. Yeah, because there's definitely going to be some visuals that you know your organization uses a lot. Maybe yeah. your particular department uses finance, uh, like Gantt chart over and over and over and over. And if you want to have that plugged in as a default, yes. that'd be great. You can easily turn that on now. And, you know, you get a junior developer who's new to the mix, not certain. He loads up his Power BI desktop, logs in, everything's there for him. I wonder if you'll actually have some people assume now that some of those visuals of are box. default out of the box, even when they're not. They could absolutely happen, but uh, I think that's an easier conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, where do I find this? Where do I find it? Yeah. Then? Cool. So uh, the next thing we're going to start talking about more is on the modeling side, the analytics oh. side of things here. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And um, we're going to start discussing some of the format capabilities of measures that you have. So you have some yeah. measures in there, and I want to be able to format. You probably know already under the modeling ribbon, there's a format section. Yes. But they've enhanced that a bit, right? They have. They have. Um, as you've mentioned, it's been around for the longest. Go to the, uh, you don't even have to be. You could be in the home ribbon, data view, whatever. You go to the modeling ribbon. Yeah. And there was a format, you know, format general is the default. You could switch it to numeric currency, whatever you'd like. Right. If you're not using it, uh, highly recommend, you know, be familiar with that. It's a critical piece of the process. But now what you can do is in the model view, so not okay. the model ribbon, you can access the properties of a field, and in the properties of that field, you can now set custom formatting. Ah, so okay. there is a drop-down list available to us, but this is something that we've seen in other technologies. Integration services analysis, reporting services, right. where you can say, I need, let's say we're working with you know, numeric values representing money, I need it to be like this when it's positive, and I need it to be like this when it's negative. You can very easily set this up and get it going. Yeah. And this is gonna be set up where now whatever, whenever that is used as part of visual, it'll display. And, and the way that it's formatted is kind of like a VBA type syntax, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what they use. So once again, potentially a little bit of a learning process if you need to, but this is really compact. And if anything, you could just use the, if you just kind of go and look at the VBA style syntax, there's a whole list and it says right. uh, time, uh, numeric, it has all the various categories of data types and what you can use. Because there's some predefined things. The whole thing with time where MM versus MMM. Right. So you can definitely check that out if you're unfamiliar with it. Extremely helpful. But now this is completely at our fingertips. It's awesome. We can do this. A lot of people might have been using like a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of 
that calculated columns potentially using the yeah. format function. Yeah. No, not needed anymore. Not awesome. needed. Let's swing over if we can show yeah, that real quick. Look. So we can look. We've got this matrix here, right? We got some sales amounts. Uh huh. Traditionally, historically, you could go right here to this modeling ribbon like we talked about. Select the column in question. So if I go here and go to sales amount, select it as such. We can just choose this format. Take what you want. This effectively is going to be a similar process in how I'm deciding this, but once again, I'm in firm control over the positive and the negative. So if I wanted to change it, I can. So sales amount, but remember, this is only in the model view. Go here, find my sales amount. Here's the properties for it, just here, and you'll notice we have this format. Now there's a new option, custom. Upon mm. selecting this, a new area will open up just underneath. This will take you to the documentation. So that's where we were mentioning where you can see that VBA style syntax. Um, here's our predefined list. It's minimal, but it can serve its purpose. But you can do whatever you want. So for instance, I could simply go with, let's say, dollar sign, hashtag, comma, hashtag, hashtag, zero. That's going to be my positive element. And just in case when we say hashtag, that's basically any numeric value. If there's no value, then do nothing. If we place a zero, it basically say show that number there's no value, then put a zero in that place, colon. Now, what do I want to do if we have a negative? So I'm going to go here. I'm going to do mine in parentheses square. Well, you can do whatever. This is the fantastic piece of this. Yeah, some financial statements are used to seeing negatives red or in parentheses. So having the ability here to kind of customize it to specifically say, I want to see negative values in parentheses is, is a big deal to some people. Absolutely. And you can see it gives you a small example right underneath it. So you're like, oh, wait, I forgot my decimal places. So you could do a dot x0 or dot zero zero you could do that's the, that's the magic you can do whatever you want yeah that's awesome the, that's the great part of it so we got this set now that it's done i can go back to my visualization and you can see sales amount is set it's been used in this visual and it's been updated very cool yeah really simple fun easy to do I, li I like things that are simple and kind of straightforward absolutely even though you're doing some customization there that really wasn't that difficult i think it was pretty no. easy to understand yeah 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 Cool, so the next thing that we're gonna look at is almost a continuation again of something that you can see the Power BI team's being, been investing in over time, yeah. uh, which is the conditional formatting. So we've gotten conditional formatting in all sorts mm -hmm. of little places like the headers and the titles and yes. things like that. Um, now we're getting conditional formatting in some new places, right? Absolutely, definitely a reoccurring theme. Yeah. Not to use the word theme when we were just on a theme right. files, <laughs> but it's definitely a reoccurring theme. And you know what, this is, it's awesome. Yeah. And the goal is to have conditional formatting everywhere and we're, Pretty darn close. Yeah. I mean, right? Close. We have titles now, backgrounds. I mean, you name it, we can do it. These are some small additions. One that's very important is the capability of doing borders, I think. Yeah. So I just mentioned the background. Right. Sometimes, for instance, if you're doing like a card visual and you're doing custom, putting the background on the card visual might be too abrasive. It might be, you know, too woo, big right. red square. Well, now you can simply just do the border, right? And we can control border thickness. Like that. So just put it in red, put it in green. So it's another option. Right? We'll have gauges now too. That's gauges cool is in there, and yeah. uh, we also have the capability of, and this is something that I personally haven't used, but it's an awesome feature. It's called the alternate text or the right. alt text area. This is for we've also had those enhancements for those users who need um, accessibility, and this allows the alt text is basically what is used by screen reader applications. Yeah. So now conditional formatting has now been added in the alt text. Very cool. So screen readers will now pick up whatever you dynamically put in. There. I like it. Pretty I awesome. Like it. Pretty awesome. Cool. I think let's take a look at it, right? Absolutely. All we right. check it out. Do that real quick. So you can see here for bordering, all you need to do is locate the item in question, right? Bordering is available for anything and everything. You just simply find the respective area. Turn that on. 
and then you can see as always it's it's always a little tucked away but it's yeah. still there I'm yeah. hoping they change this piece over yeah. time because yeah. it's a little difficult to find right now. If I, if you don't hover over the field in question, you never see that ellipsis. Yeah. But whenever you see this, so I guess this is us giving you that telltale sign. When you see this ellipsis anywhere, because it's in so many places right. now, just go ahead and hit that. And you're brought to that very familiar interface where you can go ahead and do this based off of color scales, rules, whatever you want. It's, it's the, the, the conditional formatting we all know and love getting added into so many areas. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, super simple. You've, you've learned it other times. That's part we don't necessarily show it all over again today. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a nice way to make things dynamic, make things, yes. you know, have a little bit more pop to it. Um, so I think the last thing, again, kind of a small update today, but the last thing that we have is around drill throughs, right? Yeah, this was that secret I was talking about. Yeah. So I think the problem here first, let's state the problem is yes. uh, a lot of people, for, for many, it's not obvious when you have a drill through turned on on a report. Correct. So we're, we're, we're kind of talking from an end user's perspective. Yeah. We as report creators love drill through. I mean, right. the capability is fantastic, but in especially in the infancy stages of the implementation of Power BI, this is the first report your users are going to ever consume. Right. How do they know to right click, find drill through, and then yeah. select? How would they even know that behavior? Right click is a thing. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. So now there's a change where there's a little bit of added help or a hint to give the end users guidance on yes. the fact that they need to do that right click to get the drill, right? Absolutely. All right, cool. Well, maybe this might just be easy to show, right? And it's an awesome one. It's just yeah. kind of now baked into the product, ready to go. This is one of the things I love the most. Ah. It's going to be part of the tool. Check this out. Right, let's go right over to what we were just doing, right? We're sitting here. I have a page two happens to be a drill through. It's nothing fancy, but the key point of this is now this chart, I hover over it. We already, we already use the like the custom formatting. Right, Look so at that. colors. Right there. Yeah. I love, I love, that's pretty big. Yeah. I, know, yeah. I know some of these things seem really small, but that is probably one of the biggest things that I see when we, when we do classes and we teach yes. people, there, there's oftentimes the question is, how would I have known to right click to yeah. do something like that? Oh, that's a good question. You probably wouldn't have known, but now there's some guidance here. There's a little hint text to let you know, yeah. hey, if you right click, there's more stuff you can do here. Absolutely. This actually, in the previous, um, uh, we just recently covered a new feature that was added in the visual header tooltip. Yeah. Where you could add, custom little kind of indicator to right. add messages, but users still would know to hover over that. This is built. Everybody loves and uses tooltips. Mm -hmm. It's just there. So the fact that this is boom in your face is exactly what's needed. It yeah. just makes that process for the rollout. Just make yeah. sure that people accept this and know how to use it and they're <clears throat> happy about it. This is a very simple but effective addition to this entire tool set. I love it. I love it. Great addition. Yeah. So uh, again, not a huge update, but some good stuff in there this month. I no, think. simple yeah. to the point and effective. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed it. What, we're curious, as always, what yes. was your favorite feature of these? Comment below. Let us know which one is your favorite. And of course, as always, subscribe. Check out some of the other things we do. Make sure you look at the uh, paid training that we do as well. If you go to pragmaticworks.com, mm -hmm. on our site, we also offer two classes for free for mm -hmm. life. We have a dashboard in a day course, which is, of course, all about Power BI. And then we have app in a day course, which is focused on Power App. Both of those courses you can sign up for free. If you sign up for our free trial of our on-demand training, our on-demand learning, uh, from there, you'll have a bunch of courses you see. Two of those that I just mentioned, Dashboard and App in a Day, are there for life. Yes. So you can watch them as much as you want. This guy does Dashboard in a Day and updates it pretty frequently. So you'll be sure to see the most up-to-date version of how you can do some of this stuff with Power BI. And App in a Day is done by our owner, Brian Knight. So very cool stuff. Again, thank you as always, Manuel. Thank you yeah. for having me. You kind of led the show today. I got to hang around with you. I appreciate it. My name is Devin Knight and Manuel Quintana. See you next time.
Take care.